We are back. Welcome to a live podcast, episode 24. Today is November 19th. The New York Knicks are rolling. I'm here joined by my co-host, Chris. Chris, what is going on, man? How are you? It's good to be back. How you doing, sir? Doing good, man. It's good to be back. Been away for a bit. Um, I'm happy, man. Knicks are rolling. We're winning some games now. You know, everything seems to be coming together, even though some of our players are missing a few games here and there. I'm feeling pretty good, man. How how you feeling, man? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling absolutely great. Obviously, the Knicks are six and one in their last seven games with victories against the San Antonio Spurs, the Clippers, the Hornets twice, the Wizards, the Hawks. We own the Hawks, man. We're two and zero against the Hawks in Atlanta, and obviously, we lost against the Boston Celtics, but. Chris, where do we begin? I mean, 6-1 in our last seven. Jalen Brunson is simply rolling. He is shooting 47% from three this year, which is absolutely crazy. Julius Rando has turned things around. He's hit a 180 and turned things around, and he's been awesome as well. Dante DiVincenzo has stepped into the starting lineup and has simply played out of his mind. So, you know, where do you want to begin? I mean, there's, there's so many avenues where we can go, we can touch on. Um, it, they're just rolling, man. Everything is clicking. Everything is rolling. Yeah, I mean, where do we begin, right? Brunson. Um, I mean, we can start with Brunson, man. We, we, I mean, we can start with Brunson. I mean, this guy right here, Jalen Brunson. <laughs> I see. I see you rocking the jersey. Tonight. So I, I love you. this jersey, man. I, I love it. I love it. You know, the funny thing about Brunson is, you know, the first couple of games he was, you know, obviously inefficient from especially shots around the rim, um, and I'm sure he still wants to improve that, but. These last few games, he's just been on a mission. And the first, and the the two in season tournament games, the one versus the Bucks where he dropped forty five points, and the last one versus the the Wizards where he dropped over thirty points. He's built for the moment, and you could tell that he wants to be an All Star. And you know, it's 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 honestly refreshing to see him play like this because. And what I love about his play is last game he had eight assists, Chris, and I think that's the highest that's the highest assist numbers that he's had in a minute. So he's shooting the ball at a high rate. He's shooting the three at a high percentage, 47% from three. And now he's distributing. I mean, boy, man, if he can continue to do that, then the Knicks are just going to continue to win these games. I mean, that's the biggest part of I think of Brunson's game that kind of gets harped on, right? That he doesn't distribute enough. He doesn't get those high assist numbers or whatnot. And you see it. He's, He's making it a point to dish out to players. You know, ultimately he can't get an assist if other people don't score, but... You know, he's doing his thing, man. And, you know, he's still struggling with the with the with the floaters and the inside shots. But I know that's gonna come around. Like that's that's not worrying me at all. And like you said, he's just he's he's jacking up threes at a high clip, man. And he's hitting them. So let's hope that just continues. For sure, man. Like I said, forty seven percent from three. Last game he dropped over thirty points and I think he only took six shots at the end at the in the second half of the game versus Charlotte Hornets, did not need to score the Rock as, you know, Dante DiVincenzo with a career high in that game. I mean, we'll touch on Dante DiVincenzo and the Quentin Grimes 
aspect in a bit, but that'll be interesting. But Chris, also Julius Randle has also been, you know, rolling. I mean, you know, start the season, it was rough to say the least. It was really rough. His shooting numbers are, you know, they're still down. They're still not where you want it to be, but he's turned it around. And what I love about Julius Randle again is the assist numbers. He's sharing the ball. He's, you know, getting everyone else involved. If his shot is not falling, he's being, he's being very passive. And I just love that we're sharing, we're sharing, like we're, we're sharing the ball. We're, you know, it's a team sport, obviously, but the Knicks got away from that last season. Everything was ISO. I mean, we still see it in spurts this year, but Julius Randle, man, he's, he's turned it around and shout out to Randle because obviously he's been getting some heat from a lot of Knicks fans on Twitter, from me, from you, when he plays bad, we talk crap about Randle, right? I mean, we, we call him out and we, we have to, right? It is what it is, but when he's yeah. playing well, it is. I mean, we got to call him out. I mean, we got to give him his props, man. So shout out to Jew, big Jew. Yeah, shout out to Julius for hanging in there, man. Because because like you said, man, it's, the thing about Julius is when he plays bad, not only does he play bad, but it shows on the court with his body language. The effort isn't there. It just all compounds and makes you like, man, this dude doesn't care out there. Yeah. But we all know that's not the case with Julius. You know, Julius is a very emotional player. You know, he wears everything on his sleeves, right? So it's good to see Julius going because I've said this before. Without Julius Randle, I know we have Brunson, Barrett playing well. You know, lots of capable scorers out there as well. But without Julius, he's a big part of this team, man. And we needed him to get right. Yeah. He's not 100% there, but I'll take this over what we had at the beginning of the season. 100,000%. <laughs> well, it was, it was looking bad, man. It was looking bad for a oh, bit. Yeah. And then, you know, he turned it around. 29 points at Atlanta. Like I said, we own Atlanta. At Boston, 25 points. Hornets 23, and then, like I said, the assist numbers are there. Obviously, let's hit some of these comments in the chat. Big Knicks are nice in the chat, always supporting Big Taz. What's going on? Tony in the chat. What's going on, Tony? Keith Turner, salute everybody, Steven. And, uh, yeah, we're just here talking about the New York Knicks. We're 6-1 and in our last seven. Steven in the chat, what's going on? Nothing. Uh, everything you experience is a big part of the bigger plan. We need a backup. Evan, says, Evan Best says we need a backup power forward i do think that is coming during the uh training deadline i do think the knicks are going to explore that because boy you know versus boston we match up terrible against them i mean their length and their size and teams like that we're we're, we're missing that backup for and you know these wing players these six seven six eight guys are so hard to come by i mean they're they're literally gold so i'm sure during the training deadline teams are going to be knocking on every door and teams are going to be looking for that you know wing wing player and wing three and d guy and i'm sure the knicks are you know going to be looking for that as well but yeah man we are rolling and obviously the thumbnail is about dante divincenzo or quentin grimes look dante divincenzo last game had a career high seven threes right chris i believe he took seven threes yeah. um seven threes quentin grimes is out with a sprained wrist and it's reportedly that he's you know on his way back he already has the cast off his wrist but Chris, these past two games, man, Dante DiVincenzo, the offense has clicked. You know, it's what we've been wanting to see with Quinta Grimes out there. Quinta Grimes, we see it in spurts, but we just don't see it consistently. You slide in Dante DiVincenzo in that starting lineup and you see the chemistry with Jalen Brunson. You see the slashing. He had a putback dunk against the Washington Wizards. You see everything. I mean... Look, he's had two great games, right? I mean, is he going to shoot above 50% from three? No, he's not. Let's just be real. 
But look, I've had high hopes for Grimes, and I don't know. Ever since they inserted him into the starting lineup, Chris, it just it just hasn't looked right. You know, I mean, he obviously he's in, in there for his defense, but I don't know. What are your thoughts about what are you seeing from Dante? Obviously, he's been playing amazing, man. I, I guess one thing I'll say about having Dante in the starting lineup is he was way more aggressive, you know? So when he got the ball, it wasn't a quick pass back or anything like that. He either looked to attack or he took his shots, you know? And I think maybe that's the biggest thing with Dante versus Grimes, I guess you can say is he was just a bit more aggressive in the way we would want Grimes to be. Um, you know, whether or not, I don't know. <laughs> I guess, I guess I'll, I'll throw this back to you. So do you want DiVincenzo starting or do you want it to be Grimes when he gets back? Um, with that said. You know, it's so hard for me because obviously I love, you know, Q Dot and I, I feel like he has a potential in there. But we can't argue what we've seen from DiVincenzo in the starting lineup has been amazing. I mean, you know, like you said, he's being more aggressive and obviously he's hitting his three at a high rate. That's not to say Quint Grimes isn't Quint Grimes is also shooting, I believe, forty percent from three. So when shooting the three, Quint Grimes is also hitting it. But, you know, these past couple of games we've just seen more from Devo. And I don't know, man. I just I feel like we've had so, so such a big sample size of Grimes, you know, with the four field goal attempts, five field goal attempts, seven field goal attempts. And we would come on here and say, you know, what the heck is going on? Like, why aren't the Knicks getting him involved? But in essence, is it just him not being aggressive? And you can pinpoint that to it. I mean, you see DiVincenzo yesterday, 12 shots. I mean, that's what I want to see from Grimes. And when you already have the chemistry, when you compile that with the chemistry with Brunson, like Tony says in the chat, um, that Villanova chemistry, when you compile all of that, I feel like Grimes is best suited off the bench with, with Emmanuel quickly. So, yes, I do want Dante DiVincenzo to be inserted into the starting lineup. That's just that's what I want, man. <sighs> I mean, I get it for all, for all those reasons you said, right? So Dante being more aggressive, you know, he's he he took his shots, man. You can't deny that he's filled in, and and it's offensively, it's looked great. But my my thing is Dante is a different defender than Grimes is, right? I feel like Grimes has a more like he's out there for his defense, yes, but we all know Grimes can do more out there offensively too. He he's not just a catch and shoot type of guy. We know he can he can create a little bit, he can drive. Granted, not a big sample size. You know, we saw Grimes in summer league do a little bit extra, you know, things like that. But with that said, I feel Grimes' defense is just more important in the way he plays versus Dante's defense. Grimes stops the penetration. You know, he's he's more of a the point of attack. He stops that point of attack. Where Dante, he's more of a, you know, gambles for steals. Yes, he he's more rugged, you know, plays a little bit more physical, but Teams can still drive on him. You know, teams can still penetrate, whereas Grimes will stop that altogether. I think that's where the value comes with Grimes, and that's why I say you got to keep Grimes in there, man, because Grimes can give you seven threes just as easy as Dante did. Whether he takes them or not or passes up the shot, that's another story, though. But I still think you got to leave Grimes in there. That's the thing, man. Has he shown us? Has he shown us consistently that, you know, he's willing to do it? You know, yeah. I mean, I, I'll give you the numbers to back up your claim. I mean, when DiVincenzo was on the court, the Knicks 
point per possession is plus 8.6. So the Knicks are a better offensive team with DiVincenzo on the court. With Grimes, they're minus 8.9. So the offense just hasn't clicked with current Grimes. Those are those are facts. Those are analytic numbers. Grimes defensively is night and day over DiVincenzo. Grimes, <laughs> the, he's allowing negative 5.9 points per allowed per possession. With Dante, it's plus 14.1. He's allowing. So Grimes is head over heels better than Dante DiVincenzo in terms of defensively. It's whether or not you want to, you know, have a better offense, but, you know, obviously have a poor defense because you have Brunson already, and now you would have DiVincenzo, and Barrett has been good, and obviously Randall and Mitchell Robinson locking down the fort. So pick your poison. You want to have a great offense, or do you want to have some offense but elite defense with the Grimes? But we can yeah. get – Great offense with Grimes too, you know. I'm reading yeah. some of these comments in um in the chat, and Buzzer Beater says it's against it's against lesser competition that I agree with versus at Washington and then versus Charlotte. So obviously Dante DiVincenzo has has balled out against them. PL in the chat says, look, everyone needs to breathe. It's been two games. Grimes will stay in the starting five, so as long as everyone is healthy. Thibs doesn't work like that. That I agree with as well. He just doesn't yeah. change things on the fly. I mean, he just – he needs a bigger sample size than this, than two games, yeah. right, Chris? Yeah, he needs half the season, apparently. Half the season. But uh, Keith Turner says, I'm not bringing Grimes back. So, Keith Turner does not want Quentin Grimes on the Ooh. team. Steven All says, right. Dante is better than him. PL says, Grimes will stay in the starting five, period. Um, Big Taz says, I say we keep Grimes in. To me, he's better than Dante. Um, yeah, I mean, so – Right away, you're seeing some agree with it, some not agree with it. You know, obviously, it's it's obviously a, it's since Dante has hit hit his stride in these last couple of games, it's been a hot topic, and yeah. it's going to be interesting. Does Grimes come back against the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow? Um, we shall see. And if he doesn't, obviously, Dante DiVincenzo has shown us that he's very capable of you know doing it. It's just it's just what I, what 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 the thing I agree with you about is the defense, man. I mean, yeah. Look, Devo, can he defend? Yeah. Is he crafty on that end? Yeah. I mean, he's he's three steals yesterday. He's not a, you know, slouch on the defensive end, but Grimes is a bigger, better defender. So I don't know, Chris. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how long how long you giving this. How long you giving I mean, Trent Grimes if he continues to if he continues to struggle on the offensive end with the starters? I mean, Grimes is a shooter, man. And I always say, you know, shooters are gonna shoot. You know, he's, he's got to get his shots up. He's going to get into a, a better rhythm. He's, he has to be more consistent. You know, yeah. there's been too many nights where he goes, you know, three of seven or, you know, two of five or something like that. If he gets a little bit more consistent, then that's a big boost offensively, right? Then we're not some, we're not having this conversation if that's the case, right? Yeah. So I think that's the biggest things for biggest thing for Grimes. He has to be more aggressive. And just take his shots, you know. Don't don't pass up the ball as soon as you get it every time, you know. And just slow down because still to this day, I feel like Grimes plays a little too fast. You know, it yeah. just looks like, you know, he'll be wide open when nobody 15 feet from him and he'll jack that thing up like if they're closing out on him. And... <laughs> yeah, just dribble. Just take your time. Pull yeah, he has take a quick release. So it, I get He does. It. I don't know if maybe not doing that gets him out of rhythm or something. You know, it could be something like that. But, you know, that that's my thinking. If Grimes is just a little bit more, you know, aggressive, take take some shots, you know, I think he'll do a lot better offensively. And he'll get in the rhythm. 
But I guess the best part about this is Dante, right? Dante seems to have got his stride. You know, his shot is is on now, and that's a plus for us, in my opinion. So once Grimes is healthy, I think that's a that's a that's good news all around. You know, we got two options there now. Yeah, I mean, which, I mean, we brought in Dante, and obviously, was it redundant? Yes. I mean, but you're seeing without Grimes how we play with with Dante, and it's been it's been great. Like I granted, yeah. like like they've said in the chat, it's been against the Hornets, and it's been been against. The Wizards, God, Chris, the Washington Wizards are like a G League team. They are terrible. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, we almost... whoever, whoever thought uh, Jordan Poole was going to be the next Curry, Sheesh. I mean, I guess I guess he thought that himself, but <laughs> it's not looking good over there, man. I mean, I don't even yeah. know what to say about the Wizards. I don't know. PL says, while he does seem like he could be more aggressive with Quick on the bench, his defense is what keeps him in the starting five. I like to see him play on the bench, play with the bench more often. Though, yeah, like Tom Thibodeau staggers Barrett with the bench a lot too. So, yeah, I would like to see Grimes with the bench more often. But, PL, what we're seeing from Grimes, what we have seen, this the rotation is he starts the game, he comes out midway through the first quarter, you don't see him again until late in the second quarter if everyone is healthy. And then repeat third quarter. Sometimes you don't even see him. Sometimes, I mean, you'll see him in spurts in the fourth quarter, obviously for big possession or big defensive possession. But that's just the way, you know, they've been using him. But, you know, I feel like he does have more to – I don't know. I just feel like ever since we inserted him into the starting lineup, obviously last year was great for us. I mean, he turned things around with his with his defense and his offense, obviously. But, you know, when you have – it's a merit, Tom Thibodeau always says it's based on a merit system. And when you have guys playing, you know – Pretty much, I want to say better than you, but you know when Dante Divincenzo is doing this, you get something to think about, man. Something yeah. to think about. I mean, hopefully that you know Grimes is seeing this and he's like, man, I gotta, you know, I gotta level up here. I gotta play better. You know, Dante's gonna take my spot. So we'll see, man. Hopefully this uh, lights a fire on the Grimes and he comes back, uh, you know, on yeah. fire. Big Tass says Grimes shut down Donovan Mitchell and a host of others. That is facts. Look, that's why he's in there, man. He's shutting down the opposing yeah. the opposing backcourt, and he's doing a hell of a job. Like I said, the Knicks defensively <laughs> with Quinta Grimes, negative 5.9 possession points per possession allowed. With Dante, is plus 14.1. So, obviously, the defense is night and day in terms of that. Keith Turner says Dante is a dog. Uh, Steven says Dante is a beast and a better shooter. PL says exactly plays too fast. I like to see him pump fake more, then take the shot. I hate when he's wide open, fakes, and then drives to the basket, take that three. Yeah, he plays super fast. Like, it's crazy how um, when you're watching him, sometimes you just, like, shoot the ball. And when you're watching him, you're just, like, drive the drive to the basket. And, you know, yeah, he just plays crazy fast. I mean, I can't explain it. Steven says Dante moves with the ball and scores off the ball like we've seen these past couple of games. And he's very crafty in the defensive end as well. But, you know, like I said, versus Boston, it's just a nightmare matchup. Um, <laughs> Keith, Keith Turner is throwing jabs at Grimes in the chat. He says Grimes is super soft. Dante ain't going oh, back man. to the bench. Believe that. So Keith Turner is all on the Dante train. I love it. Man, Grimes is not soft, man. I'll go back to that, you know, that the playoffs back when he Grimes was guarding Jimmy Butler, got hurt, and still stopped Jimmy Butler and got a clutch steal. Come on, yeah. you can't be soft and do that. 
soft as getting hurt, and then you just rolling on the floor holding your ankle or something. Yeah, Grimes. That, that's not Grimes, man. Yeah, I want to call him soft. That was that that highlight that you just. I mean, that was crazy. Obviously, they're in the playoffs versus <laughs> the Heat. That was crazy. Um, Keith says, I mean, Grimes is injury prone and he breaks a nail and he is out. Oh my goodness! Come on, Keith. Um, <laughs> Steven says Dante. So they're going back and forth in the chat. I love it, man. Look, Dante Grimes, Dante Grimes. Rick in the chat says the same way Dante found his shots. The same scoring opportunities are there for Quentin Grimes. He is too passive. Yeah, man. I mean, we've been yeah. talk, talking about it before the season. I have had concerns about Quentin Grimes. Way too many games where you're seeing five field goal attempts, six field goal attempts, and you just like, and he's playing twenty minutes and not even out there with the to end the games. And you know, it's just it's just it's frustrating. But when you're seeing this from Dante, it's it's giving the Knicks a new perspective on wow, the this is what the starting five could look like with a you know a shooting guard that's you know not too passive and is aggressive and hitting his open. Threes, not to say Grimes isn't, but it's the great man. It is the great, and Dante with a career night, seven of ten from downtown yesterday. Chris, crazy, yeah, insane. And and I'll give you know I'll give Dante that as well. He's seems to have that timely knack for cutting at the right moment and just getting to the rim, getting some easy points, and that's something again, yeah. something I feel Grimes can do as well, but we just don't see him do it. Or when he does, the ball never gets to him. <laughs> I mean, to 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 your point, Julius Randle found him a couple of times in his last couple of games, cut into the basket. And yeah. there was a time where he even had a putback dunk against the Washington Wizards. I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Like, we're this is different. Like, we're not used to seeing this. But look, man, I'm just – I hope Grimes can figure it out, man. I really do. Yeah, same, same. I mean – Either way, whether Grimes ends up on the bench or Dante starting or vice versa, I mean, I think it's it's a good problem to have, right? Yeah. I think Grimes he he'll figure it out. He just needs to be more aggressive, in my opinion. But we'll see. We'll see when he comes back. <laughs> Steven says something that Dante has that Grimes don't is the NBA championship. That's funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. But um, yeah, man, six and one in our last seven. We're simply rolling. 20 people in here hit that thumbs up button subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already come join us here in the chat we're just talking it up the new york knicks they've been playing excellent like i said they're rolling with three games over 500 we have a very big game against the minnesota timberwolves coming up the timberwolves are rolling as well and we also have our first home in-season tournament coming up on friday where we unveil the orange courts which i'm pretty excited to see um you know we've seen pictures and then but you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see that. So I guess the Miami Heat and Miami Heat are also rolling. So, you know, Chris, I've heard a lot of people saying that we're just we're beating easy teams. But I've heard a lot of that on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. But look, the Knicks have had multiple back to backs to start the season, multiple back to backs with travel. We just had one at Washington, at Charlotte. We've had literally I wouldn't say the worst schedule in the NBA, but it's been pretty. Not on, it's not it's been it hasn't been on our side. And to come out of this eight and five. I mean, I think it's pretty impressive. And, you know, to the people saying that, you know, we're just beating these these the Wizards, the Hornets, the Atlanta Hawks. And look, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Aren't you supposed to beat these teams? And it's just refreshing yeah. watching the Knicks actually beat the teams you're supposed to beat. <laughs> so I don't understand yeah, I mean, the people saying that. That's what we're supposed to do. I mean, if we're coming out here losing to the Hornets, we're losing to the Wizards, you know. That's that's when you want to like panic, in my opinion. When you're not beating the teams you're supposed to beat, that you're not in a good spot. 
So in my opinion, you know, it's supposed to be a dogfight against the best projected teams out there, whether that's Boston, you know, uh, Cleveland, the Clippers, you know, those type of teams, you're, you're in for a battle, right? Yeah. Now, if you're playing against Washington and they're blowing you out or something, then you want to worry. But, you know, we got to take business. Like, we got to take care of business against the teams we're supposed to beat. And, you know, don't forget, the Knicks could have just as easily beat Boston that first game of the season. We had that game. You know, I mean, how many close games did we lose so far against, you know, really good teams that we could have pulled it off if it wasn't for a call here or there or just a missed call here or there or, you know, Terrible whatever the case may be. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. Don't get me started on the flop call, man. <laughs> I'm still right. We could have beat Boston, but. You know, obviously, the last time we, we faced him without Barrett. So, I mean, you know, and Barrett finally got back from his uh, migraines. And, you know, obviously, I'll give we'll give him a pass last game. Obviously, he's been out for a while. And you could tell he was frustrated. Like, he wasn't. First of all, the referees haven't been giving him any calls. Him or Julius Randle, they haven't been calling anything on, the, on, our, on our side. But, you know, good to see R.J. Barrett back. R.J., I mean, R.J. Barrett, Chris, has been playing amazing. He's shooting about 46% from three. Obviously, he was out with the migraines, but before he was out, he seemed like he was hitting another gear, hitting his stride. And, you know, he's just continuing his greatness from the playoffs. And it's just, you know, what I love is that we're three games over 500. Julius Randle has turned it around. Brunson has looked amazing. DiVincenzo has looked great. Mitchell Robinson, I mean, I have a stat here. Mitchell Robinson is grabbing an offensive rebound um, I believe 18% of the time. Yeah, 18% of the Knicks misses. Mitchell Robinson is grabbing that offensive rebound. It's crazy. Best in the league. Best offensive rebounder in the league. When you watch him play, it's, it's therapeutic watching Mitchell Robinson play, honestly. I mean, you can't stop him. So you have all the growth compiled with Mitchell Robinson continuing to get better. And I don't know. Things are just looking up, man. I love I love what I'm seeing. Yeah. I mean, you said it with Mitchell Robinson there, and and even give Ihar his credit too because yeah. Mitch is having a hell of a season so far. I mean, the consistency we've always wanted from Mitch is there. You know, um, it's nice to see him not getting into foul trouble every every damn game. Um, and with Ihar coming off to to replace him, you're not losing that much, in my opinion. And it's funny because Ihar's having a low key, really good season too, but Mitch is just shining so much that you you know it's burying him, but. Yeah, I, I really love the way things are rolling right now for the Knicks. It's just like everything is clicking. Julius is still not there, but, you know, heading in the right direction. And going back to RJ, you know, we've heard he's had some issues with his knee. Now he has the migraines. You know, when he's out there, he's playing well. And I know he's uh, he was a little rusty this last game, but any concerns there from you, man, that RJ, you know, might dip a bit? Uh you know, it's it's a lot of bad luck because he was playing well and then he had the knee thing and um then the migraines. So no, no no concerns. I mean no, I'm not concerned about RJ. I mean if he's now if he struggles for a week or two, then yeah, but you know, he was just they said he was sick, so he was having a bunch of migraines. So, you know, it's probably gonna take him a couple of games to get it going, but no. I mean he was just a lot of bad luck. I think no concerns, just a lot of bad luck in terms of in terms of RJ. So but but yeah, I mean, look, these games against the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Miami, Minnesota Timberwolves and the Miami Heat are very important. 
obviously, you know, like like I've said, the people saying that we like like Big Tat Buzzer Beater says in the past few years, we would have lost more of those games. We are beating the teams we are supposed to beat, but it is not enough of a sample size to change starting lineups. So look, what what is enough sample size? I guess is my question to you. We, we played 13 games. Obviously, Grimes has started in 11 of them. So do you give it 25 games, 30? What, 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 what about it to you, Chris? Do you give it 30 games, 20 games? I think then, I think 25 games, maybe 25. 30. And then you go from there? And then see how things go after that. If, if after that, let's say, like, the whole Grimes situation, if Grimes still not hitting his shots, you know, then maybe, yeah. Then let, let's, let's throw Dante in there, and then let's see how Grimes does off the bench. In my opinion, that would be, you know, not something that's really blowing up the starting lineup or anything like that, in my opinion, but, you know, just – a slight tinker, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see, man. I just love, I just, I just love what we're seeing from everyone. And Dante Vincenzo, yeah. next man up, and I just love the mentality of the squad, man. And look, man, things are looking up, obviously now. And look, we're gonna go through highs and lows throughout the whole season. And I'm just saying that, you know, right now we have to give everyone their their props because. Look, Chris, we had a concerns coming in the first five, six games of the season. There were concerns, obviously, with Julius Randle, but. He's turned it around, and you know what? There really isn't any negatives. I mean, the negatives are just when Grimes comes in. Hopefully, he finds his footing. R.J. Barrett. Hopefully, he gets it going. Obviously, from the migraines. I mean, Mitchell Robinson's a beast. Brunson's a beast. Randall's a beast. Quickly is we haven't even talked about Emmanuel. Quickly, obviously, he yeah. went home to Washington and balled in front of his mom. That was pretty cool to see. Emmanuel quickly has been awesome this year. Pay that man. It's too late now. I'm pretty sure he'll probably get that damn bag, man. I mean, should have should have signed him, man. Should have signed him. Should have extended him. I'm telling you, man. He's he's something, man. Emmanuel quickly, man. How much time he's gonna get on the open market next year? <laughs> he'll probably get a bag. Oh man. Well, he wants. You know, you're gonna have the Spurs looking for a point guard, and it's just whether or not the Knicks are gonna match any everything that comes his way. Because Emmanuel quickly is obviously behind the numbers. He's elite from mid range, and his three point shot has been his, his three point shot has been there. I mean, he's just been awesome. I mean, and you know, people say with the absence of Grimes, with the absence of R.J. Barrett, should the Knicks have gone to Emmanuel quickly to start? And essentially, he's not starting, but he's been playing with the starters a lot, and he's closing out yeah. games. He closed out the game versus the Wizards. So even though he's not starting, Chris, he's still playing those starter minutes. Boy, yeah, awesome. I mean that's that's going back to even the past few seasons. I mean, it's he's just a player that Tibbs trusts at those end of game situations. You know, yeah, when you need a quick three or something like that, or even when you need somebody other than Jalen Brunson to initiate the offense, it's quickly who's going to be out there. Yeah, so you know he's he's a very important piece of this team. Um, I'd be shocked if the you know if the Knicks just didn't match offers for him when when it comes to be when that time comes to be but um he's too important man he's important for this team and he's showing he's showing out i mean he's had more good games than bad this season and what can you what else can you say like what, what else could you want from emmanuel quickly at this point he's scoring the ball yeah. he's he's his floaters are still there his defense is still tremendous he impacts the game you know in a winning manner like i don't know man you you probably could have had him for a hundred and a hundred mil for four years, four years, a hundred mil. Yeah. Now he's probably going to go for what? 
120 or or more. Even. I don't know. If, if this trend continues and he keeps playing well, dropping 25, you know, here and there, he's going to command. Some team's going to take the the chance on him. You know, I feel like I feel like the Knicks made their decision obviously. They didn't resign quickly, but you know, they're keeping their options open. That's what they're doing. Because when you have all these glut of guards, Grimes, Quickly, DiVincenzo, Josh Hart, you got to keep your options open. You can't pay everybody. I mean, a lot of Josh Hart has taken heat because he's he got his bag this summer and he hasn't really been, you know, the Josh Hart we're accustomed to seeing. So yeah. he's taking heat. And, you know, I guess I wouldn't call it a negative because he's also played good. But obviously last year was such a great year for Josh Hart. But I guess if you want to point out, you know, something that's missing, I, I guess it's Josh Hart from last year. But even these past couple of games, he's, he's looked like he's hit his stride a bit. And look, don't forget these guys were playing in FIBA as well. So these guys, you know, are starting to get their feet underneath them. You see Brunson starting to turn around. Hart has started turning around here. And look, yeah, man. But in terms of quickly, look, the Knicks don't – what's made clear to me is they don't want to start him. But it's it's they don't want to start him, but they're playing him with the starters a lot. I mean, he's playing – he's out there with Jalen Brunson a lot. They're, they're actually playing really well together. Manu Quickly's the best free throw percent shooter on the team at 86%. Just looking at these free throw percent numbers, Julius Randle is having a bad year in terms of shooting the free throw, 67%. Mitchell Robinson, 38% from the free throw line. Josh Hart, 71%. So, yeah, Manu Quickly, keep doing your thing. Keep balling out. Hit some of these comments. Um, yeah, man, come join the chat. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that thumbs up button. Appreciate every single one of you in the chat just here Sunday night talking about the New York Knicks. Um, Man Child says, salute, fellas. What's going on? Buzzer Beater says, IQ, 20, 21 million a year. Yeah, man. It's going to, might have to pay up, man. Might have to pay up. Call me crazy. I think we are getting Spider and Cat for sure, Steven says in the chat. These We can't escape these cat rumors, Chris. <laughs> can't escape it. It's they're getting louder and louder, man. I'm sure you know. <laughs> then by the next game, we're gonna have even more rumors. He's been playing well too. Give Cat his his, his his due diligence. He's been playing awesome. Coach here in the chat, man. What's going on? I haven't seen you in a while. IQ is getting 25 per. Um, that's the thing. If you wanted to pay IQ that, I mean, you're going to have to. I think Jalen Brunson has another year before he can opt out, but he's gonna want a bag, especially if he makes an All Star team. He's gonna want a bag. So, look. The Knicks made their decision. They didn't pay IQ. Evan says, if there is a cat trade, who are you giving up? Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like we've we've yeah. talked about this so many times. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that's I mean, happening, you... but I feel like the, the players that we're not talking about are the players that we're going to hopefully wind up acquiring. Like, you know, Zion hasn't been happy down there in New Orleans. Devin Booker, you know. Who's to say what happens with the Suns if they blow it up in Phoenix? Imagine Devin, Devin Booker, Booker being a block. That would be that'd be perfect <laughs> in my opinion. So, yeah, I feel like um, the players that we're not really talking about are the players that hopefully will be a Nick one day. I don't know. We shall see. Bellini in the chat says Nick's fantastic fanatic has zero patience. Go New York. <laughs> What's going on, Bellini? Coach Yes says IQ. I heart Fournier Sims. And picks. He's he's answering your question for um the uh cat trade. So Julio. Oh Julu. I said Julio Julio Caesar, Julu Caesar. Peace, peace. Salute to the panel in the chat. What's going on, man? Just talking about the New York Knicks. Um 
six and one in the last seven games. Everything is rolling right now. Honestly, there's no negatives to pick at. Honestly, Brunson's rolling. Randall's rolling. DiVincenzo, these last couple of games, Chris and I were going back and forth on who would you guys start, Dante DiVincenzo or Quentin Grimes. I would like to see the refreshment. I love what we're seeing from Dante DiVincenzo. I would like to see, you know, maybe a switch. Because I, I do think just, you know, just benching Grimes, I do think he'll actually play better with quickly. Like, I, I feel like he'll look good with Grimes, obviously Grimes, quickly, and Barrett. Because Tom Tittle loves to stagger Barrett on the bench as well. So it's not, yeah. you know, saying that it's a disservice to bench him, but I feel like it'll help him out. Honestly. Yeah, it might, it might get him on track because quickly is a type, you know, always wants to, you know, yes, quickly always looks for his shot most of the time, but I think he would try to find someone like a Grimes out there, you know? I think it'll be a good look for sure. That's why I say either way, whichever way it ends, it ends up going, I think it's just a plus for us because, you know, maybe Grimes becomes even more aggressive, you know, with the bench unit. Maybe he's just a little squeamish when it comes to the starting lineup because, you know, it's Jalen Brunson out there and Julius Randle out there. You know, they command the ball. So could be something like that, you know. I put out a poll right now. Who would you start, Grimes or Dante DiVincenzo so far? So just vote on that. But um, Steven says, Zion, I would take a risk. Yeah, I would definitely take a risk on Zion. And he has the ties here with R.J. Barrett as well. Um, I'm, I'm sure he's definitely not happy in New Orleans. So Zion... Devin Booker. I feel like it's like I said, it's a it's a player that we're not really talking about because Embiid seems like he has his star with Maxi now and Cat. That contract is crazy. If you're if you're talking about a cat trade, you're definitely swapping him and Randall because I just don't see that working yeah. together. Um I mean, who else has it? Spider? I don't I yeah. don't know. I don't see that anymore. With Don I don't think for a trade at least. I mean, if, if Donovan is gonna come to the Knicks, I think it'll just be if he has free agency, you know, get him for just cash. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Caesar says Grimes is not a starting quality two in this league. We've had some hot takes about Quinn Grimes here in the chat, man. Um, but <laughs> I wouldn't say he's not a quality starting two. Obviously, his defensive numbers, if you're, if you're just joining us, I laid out the defensive number, defensive numbers. When DiVincenzo was on the court, the Knicks are a better offensive team. Points per possession are plus 8.6 when DiVincenzo's on the court. A Quentin Grimes, it is negative 8.9. But flip that around. Defensively, Grimes, of course, has him on the defensive end. Grimes is negative 5.9 point possessions allowed, and downside DiVincenzo is plus 14.1. So pick your poison, man. You want the better offense or you want the better defense. But I feel like Dante can do it both. But against certain matchups, it's tough for him. He's a smaller guard, and... You know, it's just something to ponder about, man, because I don't know, man. Grimes isn't – I feel like Grimes is – he got someone down behind him that is knocking at the door. And if you don't turn it around, I feel like he's in trouble. And I feel like yeah. he's in trouble losing that, that starting student guard position. So, I don't know. We'll see, man. I mean, I, I hope that it lights a fire on the Grimes, man. I hope he comes back firing away. And just you know, if he's gonna get if he's gonna get sent to the bench, go out go out with a fight, man. Be aggressive, take your shots, take your open shots. You know, drive the ball, slow a little bit down, and just play your game, Grimes, man. Watch we see Grimes come out next game and shoot like twenty shots, <laughs> shoot like fifteen shots. I'd be so happy, let, man. Let, that, let it rip from the bat and look, look. Like I said, man, you got to do what you got to do because in this league. 
you got players. If players are playing well, if players are performing better, you got players that, you know, are hungry. And I just love what we're seeing from Dante. Chemistry is there with Brunson. The cuts are there with Randall. Randall looks yep. comfortable with them. I mean, it, it honestly just felt like they've been together for a long time. And yeah. it, it's it's crazy. And I don't know. It's something to ponder about, man. Something to ponder about. It was good to see, but, you know, good problems for us, in my opinion. Good problems. Good problems to have. There we go. Rick says getting cat takes us where exactly he's not a, meat, a needle mover. Yeah, that agree with them. I agree um, with that. That agree. Of course, yeah, Donovan is a six-foot shooting guard that doesn't play defense. Yeah, I feel like the Donovan Mitchell rumors are, I don't know, like Chris said, maybe as a free agent, maybe he'll go to Brooklyn or, you know, Philly or somewhere like that. Chris, Levine has named Levine. What about Levine, guys, in the chat? Jack Levine's <laughs> name has been rumored, but it's been what's been made clear is that he does not want to play for Leon Rose and he does not want to play for the New York Knicks. It's because insane. he's part of clutch, was, he's part of clutch sports. So apparently, clutch sports and Leon yeah. Rose have a thing together. So, I think that whole uh, clutch sports thing goes back to Nerlens Noel too, right? I mean, there was a whole bunch of just BS happening there. But the last I heard about Levine is he's looking for a trade to the Spurs, man. So, do you really want? Really? Yeah, I, that's the last I read about Levine. Um, in my opinion, you have a. A top-notch player like Levine, I mean, I guess you call him an all-star still. I mean, I know he, he's got a couple, but at this point in time, do you really think of him in that light? Uh, I don't know. But if he's trying to go to the Spurs, do you really want that guy on your team, man? He's not trying to win. No. It was to make clear is that he doesn't want the Knicks. So, I mean, his name has been floated out there, but it is what it is. Trap B, what's going on in the chat? Donovan Mitchell's new contract won't be cheap. That, that's for damn sure. Hard yeah. pass on Levine. No creaky knee, Levine. Levine don't want the <laughs> Knicks. He's not made for NYC. Uh, the Zach Levine hammers. Love it. Handmakers. Steven says he's not, you... he's not made for NYC. <laughs> Spider and Brunson backcourt will open floodgates on the defense. Yeah, man. Um, it's a problem. I think. <laughs> Yo, what's crazy is, um, yeah, that's a no on Levine. Look. Levine, the, the Knicks rumors have been there for the past couple of years, but I just, it's not going to happen. Like, is he a good, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but he doesn't want New York. Yeah. Knicks have, you know, a bunch of guards already. I just feel like he's not the guy that we're willing to, you know, throw our eggs in the basket for. Chris, I mean, it's looking like we're going to have two first-round picks coming next year. I mean, Dallas is playing well, so hopefully that will convey, and our hopefully we'll finally get to draft a freaking first-round player we haven't done so in the past two years right so that yeah. hopefully that'll reset things so you know things are just positive right now. i'm just i'm just yeah. waiting on you know the hell the some something wrong to happen which knock on wood hopefully it doesn't but things are <laughs> just looking up for the new york knicks man i just love it yeah I'm, I'm extremely happy where we're at you know again thinking back to how we started the season you know julius was just all out of whack he's he's finally starting to find his groove and you know, we're rolling, man. And like you said, two two upcoming first-round picks. Hopefully, we at least use one of them. Um, I don't see us using both, in my opinion. But we'll see, man. Weirder things have happened, right? Yeah, for sure. A lot of Levine helmet. Levine is not a winning player. <laughs> Zach is always getting benched. This is hilarious. Nobody wants Levine, man. I don't want Levine. Yeah. Nobody wants Cat. A, a couple of people want Cat. But Levine, no. Not so. I'd rather take. Uh, I'll take Demar Derozan though. Yeah, yeah. 
I like DeRozan. I like his game. But to reset the room, if you're new here, please hit that thumbs up button. Smash that thumbs up button. We're just here chopping it up about the New York Knicks. They're 6-1 and one in their last seven games. Have a poll right now on YouTube. Who would you start so far? Dante DiVincenzo is winning that poll. Only eight votes, 62% for him. I put out the same poll on X, Chris, and people want Dante DiVincenzo to start. Ooh. So, I don't know. The people have spoken. Grimes, have man. Spoken. You, got, you got to come back, man. Hit your shots. <laughs> The people have spoken. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens on that front. We have a big game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are playing well. The Miami Heat. We have the Timberwolves, and I believe we have three games off. Then we play the Miami Heat. Miami Heat are playing well as well. Um, I, I, I kind of like this preseason. I mean, not the, the, the in-season tournament, and I kind of I kind of get it now. You know, I, I, I finally got it, and hopefully it goes by point differential. So pretty much what you want to do is – like the Wizards game, people were saying don't rest the starters because obviously what you want to do is jack up the score because it goes by point differential, the standings, and uh, which is pretty cool. So yeah. that game against Miami is important, and it's the first game from it's the first game against the Miami Heat that you know obviously they sent us home last season. So something to oh, that. Yeah. I, I actually can't wait for that game. I want to see how how we look against the Heat. In my opinion, I feel like we should be able to win that game. I know the Heat are playing very well, but they're not the same team they were, you know, and there's no Dame Lillard out there either. So, yeah, you know, I like our chances there. Yeah, for sure. Hit some of these comments. Rick Pennington, what's going on? Leanna Dibbs want dogs. Look at our mentality of guys. You must be a dog. That I agree with, man. We've got some dogs on the squad. Caesar says we need length at at the wings that's going to be a hot commodity come trading deadline man i'm telling you yep. those guys are very hard to come by and i feel like the knicks will grimes be expendable does this does a dante divincenzo great play that he has been playing these past couple of games does this make quentin grimes expendable and do we trade a quentin grimes for a wing alongside a pick do we trade him for a wing does that transpire like an og Ananobi, pascal siakam Guys like that. Those guys so, are going to be hot and heavy on the trade market. And do the Knicks knock on Masai Jerry's door and be like, hey, we got Grimes. We got a, a first-round pick. Give us somebody. I don't know. It's funny you say that because I think for somebody like an OG in that scenario, yeah, you you definitely give up a Grimes in that scenario because OG is going to bring that, that defense that you're kind of losing with Grimes. And Dante takes a spot, and that kind of covers up everything, in my opinion. So that's interesting, man. If if I mean, I think OJ is looking for a huge payday as well. Yeah, I think the last time I heard, he's looking for thirty mil a year. I don't know if that. I don't know how the numbers work, in my opinion. If something like that were to even happen, but that that is interesting, man. I think in that scenario, you you gotta include a Grimes. I mean, I think that makes this team better. Yeah, I mean, it's something to ponder about. Siakam, I think, is an expiring deal, so his name will be floated out there. I think he's definitely getting traded because Raptors are, I don't know what they're doing. Um, so I think Siakam will definitely get traded. But look, there's going to be teams improving, and hopefully the Knicks are one of those teams. And look, now you have Grimes. I mean, who's there to trade? Who? I mean, you're going to point at Grimes. I mean, quickly, are you really doing that with Emmanuel quickly? Are you going to trade him during the trading deadline? I'm not, but yeah, man. Um, or Leon, um, not Leon. Um, Scott Perry came out last week and said the New York Knicks are just missing that one player, 
they're just missing that one player. It doesn't necessarily have to be a superstar, but he just says they're just missing that one player that will fit alongside Jalen Brunson, will fit alongside Julius Randle, and he also mentions R.J. Barrett. So it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think I think that all those Scott Perry, uh, you know, little cues out there, little clues funny, about right? <laughs> you know what their thinking was. I mean, you got to remember Scott Perry was in that office a couple yeah. of years ago. I mean, last year. It, it, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say that uh, their th- their that front office thinking has changed much. You know, so maybe they're not looking for this. Uh, like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure if there was like an Embiid out there, or even a, a Zion, you know, type out there. Devin Booker even, of course, we're going to make a run at a type of player like that, having the, you know, all the picks we got. But it could just be something more simpler. Just like you said, somebody that fits alongside Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and R.J. Barrett. So, I mean, hey, this team is pretty damn good. And if we can get a good, solid piece in addition without blowing everything up, I'll take that too, in my opinion. I would too. And there are... um... Like I said, it's going to be a hot and heavy. Um, Julio Sears says, I'd like to get Sadiq Bay on this team. Coach Chia says, Houston and New Orleans have a lot of small forwards. Washington as well. Washington will probably be a seller too. Daniel Gafford is on their team. He's a good, you know, he's a good power forward slash center. His name will probably be, I don't know if they're committed to him, but that's some some name to look after. And, yeah, Rick says, Toronto ain't talking to us. We suing them. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's right. <laughs> it's true, but you can't. I mean, it's business at the end of the day. If we're offering the best package, you, what are you going to say? We're suing you guys, so you're suing us, so we're not going to trade with you? That's kind of messed yeah. up. Give us OG and we'll drop the case. But they hate us right now, man. He's right. <laughs> he is right. Manchild says OG has his doctor sitting courtside waiting for something to happen. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, Chad is on fire tonight, but... um. Yeah, I, I mean, it. I, love it. I love it too, but yeah, I mean, we're only, what are we, not even 15 games in yet, 12, 13 games in, and things have just been clicking. Last six and one in our last seven, um, we've touched on a lot of things tonight. Obviously, the Dante DiVincenzo, Quint Grimes starting aspect, the poll is not out now at 50-50, Chris, Ooh. 50-50, so Grimes, keep Grimes in there, or start Dante DiVincenzo. But the New York Knicks are fifth in the NBA. That's another thing. The New York Knicks are, mama, we made it. Mama, we made it. <laughs> we finally have three-point makers on our team. We finally yes. have three-point makers on our team. We are fifth in the NBA in shooting the three. 38% from three. That's oh, amazing. That's a far cry from where we were at. It was a struggle, Chris. During the playoffs, it was a struggle hitting open shots, hitting baskets. And we're just – everything is clicking right now, man. Everything is clicking. 38% from three, fifth in the NBA. And what do you attest that to? Do you just feel like guys are hitting their strats at the right moment? Brunson has taken a lot of threes this year. Yeah. He's taken more threes yeah. than last year. And he's hitting them, 46, 47% yeah. from three. So, I mean, yeah. I've always wanted Brunson to shoot the three a lot more because he's shown he can make the shot. Um you know, even in the past, even before he was on the Knicks, he would take, you know, maybe three threes a game or something like that, and he'd hit, like, two out of them. Yeah. So it's nice to see Brunson more aggressive at the three, and, and we're reaping the, reaping the rewards now. I mean, he's knocking them down and hopefully continues to knock them down. If he's shooting like that, you know, <laughs> it won't bother me too much that he's missing his inside shots. That'll be even less of a worry because he won't have to go in there. 
but it just makes him more dangerous when you know that whole entire game plan uh just when when Brunson is rolling, he's making his inside shots. That's just gonna make him even more dangerous, in my opinion. But yeah, how can you stop that man? <laughs> right now, you can't. Nobody can stop him. Honestly, right now you can't. Paul New York comes in, in the chat throwing haymakers. Dib needs to go. Dibs is the issue. Knicks are so dumb. Dante is to start. Both are great defenders. Man. Oh man, why Evan still on the bench? And we actually saw some <laughs> Evan Fournier uh, against the Wizards. Um, yeah. Because with all the injuries, we actually next man up, right? Evan Fournier. Deuce McBride, Chris. We've seen him. I've seen him last game. He did a he crossed someone up, then hit a mid-range jump shot. And he's I just he's been on the bench, obviously parked, because we have a bunch of guards, but with all these injuries, Deuce McBride is coming here and obviously he's doing his thing. He's stealing balls. He's picking pockets from Jordan Poole. He's guarding he well, he 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 guarded Trey Young versus the Atlanta game and McBride is also you're seeing strides from him, so yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's nice to see it, man. I mean, I, I know he's not getting a ton of minutes or anything like that, but you know, one thing I've seen about uh, McBride is that shot. It looks a lot better. It yeah. looks smoother, and and more importantly, he's knocking it down. So that was something where you know teams didn't really honor him too much out in the perimeter, you know, and he's showing now that you know every season he's getting just a little bit more better, man, and. That shot's gonna come, and it seems like he's he's taking a, a nice little uh, leap turn for us here. Yeah, nice little leap, man. The, the shot is coming for him, and look, like Evan says in the chat, the ball seems to be moving more. Maybe things are starting to change. That's one thing we came into the season hoping for more ball movement. Tom Thibodeau made it apparent before training camp, more ball movement. We definitely seen it with Dante in the lineup. Hopefully, when Grimes gets going here, hopefully he can start getting going offensively. Slow things down, Grimes. Let the, let the game come to you. You don't have to be so quick all the time with your decision-making. And look, man, just just relax out there, and it'll come to you, man, for for sure, man, for sure. Steven says Randall is playing more team basketball. What I see is he is letting the game come to him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. early on in the yeah. season, the effort wasn't there from Randall, and the defensive effort wasn't there from Randall. I remember the Buck sequence. ESPN literally tweeted out an arrow on top of Randall showing him with a non-defensive effort and he's turned it around. He's heard the noise. And uh, it's funny because I tweeted on the Knicks nation page. I tweeted his stats and then Kendra, his wife actually retweeted it and said, I'm not hearing the Randall haters anymore. So she's <laughs> definitely hearing it. It's hilarious, but Randall has turned it around and things are looking up. Things are looking up games against the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow. We got Cat. We got Ant Edwards. It's going to be a tough matchup. And then against the Miami Heat. Got to go ahead and wrap up this show. But before we go, we're going to hit some of these comments. If Giannis can take a backseat to Dame, Randall should do the same. Randall should do the same for Randall. <laughs> Paul New York in the chat coming in with haymakers. JMO says Grimes is shook. LV, man, what's going on? I hopped in LV's chat. Make sure you guys subscribe to LV. Also a Knicks content creator as well. Hopped in his live stream yesterday as well. Has great things to do over there. Thank you. Appreciate it as always. Yeah, man. Knicks are rolling 6-1 in the last seven. We're hitting the three. Dante's rolling. Barrett, hopefully he can get his feet. Um, hopefully he can get it going from his uh, migraines. Brunson is playing out of his mind. Josh Hart, man. Hopefully we can get the old Josh Hart. But he's been playing well these past couple of games. Yeah. So anything you wanted to touch on before we head up out of here, Chris? 
No, I'm good, man. I mean, we we got these next two games coming up. Minnesota, right? It's next. So, what what are your predictions for the next two games? Minnesota. Minnesota is nine and three on the season. They mm. they're playing really well. They're on top of their division. Carl Anthony Towns is playing out of his mind. Um, Anthony Edwards is playing really well. It's going to be a tough test early on. Road game to end our five-game road trip. Um, I feel like we could beat them, but we just have to continue the, the 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 passing. We have to continue the team the team camaraderie, right? We just have to continue to play well as a team, as a unit, and hopefully we can beat them. And end this road trip with a win because they're playing well. Timberwolves are playing well, man. Yeah. Gotta give them their props. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if the Knicks, you know, come out and continue to share the ball the way they're they've been sharing it, we can beat anybody out there, in my opinion. So just like you, I'm hoping for a dub. Hoping for a dub and they've got the Miami Heat. Last time we saw the Miami Heat, they sent our asses home. So Revenge. Uh, this game is important. <laughs> and I'm sure Brunson's gonna take it upon himself to ball the heck out. It's in our building. We gotta show something against Miami Heat. In season tournament game, Orange Court, yes. the debut of the Orange Court. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Evan Best says, Great show. I had a good time. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, as always, in the chat. Paul New York says, Blessed. Thanks for the content. Always appreciative. We will be back next week doing this every week, live streaming, talking about the New York Knicks, man. Appreciate every single one of you in the chat. If you haven't done so already, hit that thumbs up button, smash that thumbs up button, subscribe to the channel. As always, it is Let's Go Knicks. I'm Anthony. That is Chris. We'll catch you guys on the next time. Chris is rocking the new city jerseys, Let's man. Go. It's actually pretty fire, man. I got to get myself one of those. Yeah, man. That's the first <laughs> time I've seen the hat, too. I like the hat. It's cool. I mean, it goes, of course, it goes really good with the jersey. I don't know if I could rock it with anything else, but, you know, <laughs> I like it. You know, you got the, you got the back, too. Same, same joint in the back, too, so. You can go to a Nick game like that, man. You be all Nick gear. I got to get myself one of those jerseys. You know, I didn't like those jerseys, but I saw them in, in on the screen. Actually, I'm I'm starting to come around to them. Starting yeah, man. I, I was born at first, but I'm happy I got it when it showed up. It's just the deep blue in it, the double New York. It just it grew on me, man. Definitely grew on me as well. The double <laughs> New York, the deep. The, I love the deep blue, man. That's what I love yeah, the most. It's nice, man. All right, guys, we're out of here. Let's go, Knicks. Catch you guys in the next time. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening. Please hit that follow button to stay updated with our latest episodes. And we also greatly appreciate those five-star reviews. For you video enthusiasts out there, head over to our YouTube channel to catch the podcast in video form. YouTube.com slash Nation. You'll find all the relevant links conveniently listed in the show notes below. See you next time. Thank you.